0: Welcome to Anything But Routine, presented by Just For Kicks. This podcast covers everything in anything dance. Stay up to date with the podcast by hitting the subscribe button. Our resource spotlight today is Move You Performance Apparel. Everything your dance team needs in terms of dance apparel and accessories. Customize your team wear with unparalleled designs. Move You is a reliable custom wear resource with designers ready to assist you in creating something your team will love. Get your custom apparel in hands fast. Move You power to the athlete. This talk comes from the 2018 Just for Kicks Directors Convention. Cindy talks about creating a culture of believing and confidence. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Enjoy the podcast.
1: So building the culture of your team. So it's, what am I going into, like about my 43rd year of doing this? And I know for a fact that every single year is different, at the, my program is different every year. You have a different set of kids, you have a different set of parents. So, but what can stay consistent is your culture. You're gonna have better kids some years, you're gonna have better parents some years. Some years you're gonna be waiting for that year to get over, but, but you can try to maintain a great culture of your group. Remember, remember, I used to think you had to practice more, and now I think you have to practice smarter. And I want you to really think about that every week when you go to class, about practicing smarter and working harder when you're there and working together. Know that your morale and your your culture is something that you have to continually You plant it, but you continually have to water it. It, And there's a lot of coaches that say, I can't spend time on culture. You can't not spend time on the culture of what you're teaching your people. Um, And I don't like, like a lot of people want to have contracts and rules and have their kids sign this attendance policies. And what do you do if you don't come to class a week before competition? Your biggest goal is to try to create the culture where people wanna come to class before the competition so you don't have to have rules. I really feel when you've gotten there, you will know it. Um, you guys know the difference, your kids should know the difference between between right and wrong, and they should know what you stand for. So you should get them, and you can do it, to wanna choose what's right. I always laugh about rules. I think I told some of you this story before, but Cato, my outspoken little grandson, went to preschool, and the teacher sat them down, and she told all the rules to the kids, and he raised his hand, and he said, excuse me, Miss Bev, do the rules apply to me? Like, she said, yes, Cato, the rules apply to all the children. Um, but seriously, your kids need direction. They need to know what you stand for. I don't necessarily want it to be a rule, but I feel rules are for people who can't follow direction. Standards are for teams who want to reach to their potential by being very clear on the way we work around here. Uh, Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Uh, Teams with sustained culture have continued success. One time I was doing a team building meeting with a team from camp outside and they go, yeah, but you're from Brainerd, you don't understand this. And I go, do you think the kids in Brainerd are born with ballet slippers on? You know, we're, we're the same as everybody else, you only live. 45 miles from here or whatever. It's the culture that you've created in your community. So think about that, that you you can create that culture, too. Um, Your expectations that you have for your program, whether it's preschool all the way through high school, that's what's going to drive their performance is the expectations you have, the ones that are unwritten. I'm going to ask you to engage here. Can you yell out something that is an unwritten rule that you do with your team, like an ex- expectation that you have? Not making fun of others. Okay, someone said not making fun of others. Respect. Okay, what else? Never say the word can't. No crying at competition. No crying at competition, like before or after or during. If, we don't win, if you don't win, that's not what we do, we don't cry. Okay. Sportsmanship is expected. Faces are mandatory at practice. Be a family. Be a family. I like it. One of mine is you show up. You show up. We, we're there. We're there where we're supposed to be. One of mine also is early is on time. On time is, late. on time is late. You get to everything a little bit early. Um, you care, right? You care about the team. Marnie, you had one. I don't remember what it was, but. Oh, we did? Okay. Um, you work hard when you get there. So, here's a thought focus on the root and not the fruit. So, think about this. Your expectations above dry, your expectations that we just talked about, that's what drives the behaviors of your kids. But the behaviors are what become the habit. If you're looking to build culture in your team, you need to know what you stand for, you have to define it. Your kids have to know it and you have to live it. You can't expect your kids to live something that you are not living. Like, let's say one of your rules is, say one of your, not your rules, one of your beliefs or the thing you're trying to build with your culture is to dress correctly, to come in. That means that you have to follow that too. You can't do one thing and expect another thing to happen. Selflessness, teamwork, relentless effort, continuous improvement is something that you have to expect your kids to do. They have to live it, value it, reinforce it, and fight for it. Focus on the root, not the fruit. Evaluate your dancers on their attitudes in addition to their skills and performances. Culture consists of a shared purpose and a shared value. As a leader, it's so important that you back up your words with your actions. You have to. It's so important that your words are equal to your actions. Um, I just have to share a story about, I always, Allie thought she should engrave this on her, or tattoo this on her arm, because I say that so much, but the, your actions speak so loudly, I cannot hear the words you're saying. Some of you've heard my story about Jared, but it's one of the most profound things that's ever happened to me as a teaching moment that I share it often. When, when I was in a head-on collision and broke up 14 bones in my feet and ankles, and was in a wheelchair for a winter, my house was not wheelchair accessible. And I had to scoot around on my butt to get around my house. And Jared was 18 months old. And he could walk. And one day, all of a sudden, I wondered, what the heck is he doing? He's scooting around the house on his butt. And I just went, oh, my gosh. He's been watching me. I never said, Jared, quit walking and start scooting around on your butt. How often do we tell our kids in our classes um, to do something, but then we don't model it? Right? So think about that, that your kids are picking up good things you're doing, they're picking up bad things that you don't want them to pick up. And think, are all, the, are all your actions such that you would like to see them in your students? That's a tough one, isn't it? It is. It's tough for me too. But think about that. Uh, be contagious. You're, you you want to have kids in your program that are positively contagious. You want to be positively contagious. When we were in New York, I asked a little girl, um, I go, how are you today? And she goes, tired. I go, well, wow, aren't you fun to be around? <laughs> you know. And, and I mean, think about that. How many of us do that? I try not to do that. I try really hard not to do that because I don't want to send that message to everyone. Fake it. We tell our camp staff, you cannot say you're tired. It is a rule. You cannot say you're tired. Everyone's tired. Hello? you know we're at camp so you want to try to be positively contagious and teach your kids to be that way that would be a time where somebody if they acted that way i'd pull them out and talk to them um fill your team with positively contagious team members remove the energy vampires so how do you do that if a kid is an energy vampire they're sucking the living life out of you how do you deal with that at class anybody have any suggestions Deal with it is what I say. Deal with it. Deal with the energy vampires, and and you call them out in the hall. And I don't. I'm not mean, but but sometimes I'm like Brittany out in the hall. You know, I don't remember if I ever did that to you. I, don't, I remember I did it to Ricky once. <laughs> Ricky was yes, you did. You know, but you know, deal with it, and and let them know that their actions are affecting the whole group. You don't want to let one or two kids ruin your culture and ruin your class. So don't let that happen. Can everyone raise a hand and say, I promise I'm gonna remove my energy vampires from my room. Say it, okay, five, six, seven, eight. I promise to remove my energy vampires from my room. Adopt a no gossiping policy. I wish we would adopt that here too. I'd much rather have you come to me with something than to gossip about it. Just like you'd rather have your parents go to you instead of to me, right? So, you know, what goes wrong comes wrong. Remember to not be a gasper. be a solution solver and have your kids learn that behavior from you, whether it be at competition or wherever at. I want you to think about consistency, about being the same leader if you're winning or if you're losing. About being the same leader if you have a great class or you have a challenging class. Consistency will remove seeds of complacency Commit to consistent improvement, be humble, be a lifelong learner. Today's headlines become tomorrow's fish wrap. So whatever you're doing great today, it's gonna get surpassed by someone anyway, so be humble. Be hungry, push yourself and your team to be great. I want you to really think about consistency in your habits and what you're doing. Communication brings the relationship developing process. Relationships are key to winning groups and winning programs and cultures so voids this is this hit me voids in communication create negativity it's filled with negativity if you have voids with communicating with your parents or with your students or with other directors or with the home office it can create negativity because you fill those gaps in it's kind of like when you're speaking and you fill the gaps in with ums you you need to fill you need to communicate so there aren't those gaps Talk about your group being a united team and make sure that your assistants and your head instructors are on board with the director. And assistants that are here and head instructors, one advice I would give to you, you might think think your director is a stark raving lunatic, but you better be going like this when she's up in front of everyone because she is your boss and she is your leader. And that's how you promote a united front at your program. Don't you agree? And then, like I want to hear from my assistants and my head instructors, but I want to hear about it back there, not up here. So assistants, make sure that you're supporting your director verbally when you're talking around town to the kids. You don't want to go, like the day she's gone, well, I don't know why she's doing this, because it's not the way we should be doing it. Because what's that going to do to your culture? it's gonna tear it down. So assistants, you have to be the biggest supporter. It's kinda like a captain's on a high school dance team. You have to support the coach. Communication will foster collaboration. If you're not, and and directors, if you're not communicating with your assistants, they're wondering. You gotta communicate. One of the things we try to do in our culture daily is to communicate. At the end of every practice, I sit my kids down and I communicate. It's very important. Connect. No matter how talented your kids you have, you have to crowd them into a team. You remember that teams beat talent any day. Any ideas you have to help them connect? What are some um, ideas that anybody, really quick shout out, because we don't have a lot of time. How do you help your teams connect? Say what? Something simple. Or outside of class, even better because you don't have a ton of class time, but I love the ideas of maybe a team building night, maybe a car, I've heard, I've seen so many cool things that you guys are doing. So, um, connect with them as a unit sometimes outside. Here's a fun one to do, have everybody tell sometime in their life, it's the three H's, they felt like a hero, they felt like they had a hardship, and they felt, helped, felt when they had a highlight in their life. And so if you had three kids or kids paired up and they had to share three things, that would be a neat three things to share. So create those opportunities because connection is a constant process. These ten things, I know I've already showed you those, so I will just kind of skip over them. But tell your kids that. That's an important thing to share with them. Commit. And think of this as a director. It's kind of like a marriage. You're either all in or you're all out. There's no halfway at being a director. You're either all in, or you're all out. Everybody get that? Because if you're coaching kids, you can't quit on kids, and you can't not show up for kids. Your commitment has to be way greater than the kid's commitment. Don't you agree? It has to be way greater. And if you, you know, one day I was reading something that said, if you think the kids care as much as you do, hello, they don't, they're kids you've got to be the one that cares the most and you need to accept that it's it's not going to be the same. Just being involved isn't a good director. So caring more. It's not about you. Remember you're going to be a way better director when you realize it's not about you. It's about them and how they're thriving. Something I do with my older kids and I think I've shared this before too but you take a piece of paper and you and this is outside of practice, I do this stuff separate because I don't want to waste practice time because people are paying so much a minute for it and they will get you on it. But have them write all their sacrifices they made and then they hold the paper up and they sacrifice family time, they sacrifice money, they sacrifice um, having a boyfriend Maybe a friend, and they write it all down and then you walk up to them and you just grab it and you go, So I think your sacrifice. and they look at you and like you're nuts, and that you're really mean. And I do it to about three kids, and they're all just silent. And I go, okay, I don't really mean that, but if you don't follow our rules, you don't show up, you don't try when you're here, you don't care, that's what you do to me, and that's what you do to our whole team. So when you're trying to build a culture that's a great exercise to do with your senior kicks, for example, um, I got that idea from Jen Sims in Down by Marnie and Austin a long time ago. I do it every year on the first day of our practice. And it still is hard to do because you, when you do that, they just look at you like you're the evil person. Um, care. Kids do not, um, and I want to say this to new directors, kids won't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So we all go in worried that maybe we don't have as much ballet technique or we don't have as much kick technique or whatever it is. Just care about the kids. That's what really matters. Care about those kids. Make them be, be the bright spot in their day and, you know, it'll happen for you, it really will. A leader who cares and creates a strategy, develops that trademark with their team, and it becomes a better thing. And remember that every kid's different. Some you might have to hit over the head with a brick to get them to listen, and some you can barely say anything. I didn't mean that literally. But some you can barely even look at, and they're, you know, you gotta learn what your kids are like. Coaching, true leaders don't create followers. They create more leaders. I can see it happening in programs. You know, you see people surrounding themselves with great leaders. That's how to get stronger. So remember that leaders, by spreading it to other people and getting other people on their own, that's how you get stronger. your homework after you go home from here is to spend some time with your coaching staff if you're lucky enough to have one. Some of you, I know, you're like, you're looking at it. it's me, I'm the one, one woman show. And that's another challenge. Then you need to spend time with other people in that same position and communicate and get stronger and network with people. Ask for feedback. We'll get done with this convention and we will ask each other for feedback. And somebody will probably say to me, it was ineffective when you were blowing your nose constantly. No. <laughs> Good lord. Okay, um, ask for feedback. Isn't your goal, directors and head instructors and staff, to be a united force for the good of the team? Isn't it? Yeah. Okay, talent sets the floor, character sets the ceiling. I love that. Talent sets the floor, character sets the ceiling. Don't just sell for talent on your teams without character. I even work with little kids on character. I really do. Like if they do something disrespectful or not very nice, talk to them about it. You're you're their teacher. You're trying to help them be better and be stronger. Leaders are developers of character as well as talent. So make that be your goal this year. You shouldn't settle for great dancers who don't, don't demonstrate integrity. They need to have integrity. When you're coaching and leading, your job is to help them become the best version of themselves. Think about that. How can you make your your dancers the best version of themselves? Teach them to say thanks. Um, Teach them to clean up after themselves and leave everything a little better than they found it. My last little thing is some coaches say they don't have time to spend on culture and I really feel you don't have time not to. That's what's gonna make your team the best and or your program and all overall my athletic director always said sometimes not nearly enough we get a chance to be a part of something greater than ourselves and think about that you guys with this group and it all begins with we and i really hope you buy into that so that's my little words of advice for today
0: thanks for tuning in to the anything but routine podcast Be sure to subscribe, and if you enjoyed this podcast, give us a five-star rating. For more Anything But Routine content, go to justforkicks.com slash anythingbutroutine.